Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Welcome back, everybody. What's happening? How you doing? Yeah, What's good? Know. What's new? Here we are. Thursday. Almost Friday. I Thursday. really think Thursday might be my new favorite day of new the week. Fa- it's mental start of the week. That's why I love it so much. Because I already feel like, hey, it's Friday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to give a little shout out this morning to Charlotte. She goes to the uh, Cross. Let me make sure I got the name of the school right. Crossroads Middle School. And I ran into her last night at Slice Night. She is just darling. She listens to Q102. She gets up at 530 in the morning. Oh, God love her. To Why? get ready to go to school because she's well, got to. starts too early. Well, she's got to get on the school bus, I believe, at 630. Or she heads That's towards so school around 630. And she was just so sweet. And she loves Q102. Even her mom said she'll go up there like after school or like at night and she'll have it on. So I just was like, how cute are you? Love it. And she tracked me down and she was like, can I get a shout out tomorrow? <laughs> so I was like, yes, yes. you can. So hi, Charlotte from the crew here. We hi, love Charlotte. you. Hi, have a Charlotte. fantastic day at school. Big hugs. Love that. Well, all right. We got a lot to get you caught up on this morning, Charlotte. We got Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson, who may seriously be brothers. That's not a joke. Nope. We'll tell you why that's a topic. Also, Tom Hanks is willing to clean toilets and serve food to go to space. What are you willing to do? This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Begins with Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. Yeah, this is just fun. Uh, there's been talk lately that Matthew and Woody might actually be brothers. And everybody just kind of laughed about it. But it started, it came from Matthew's mother, Kay. So this is what Matthew says. He said, we're all sitting around in Greece one night talking and my mom out of nowhere. And a little pause goes, oh, I knew your dad, Woody. And she goes, just saying, we might have frequented the same similar place out in West Texas one time when he was on furlough. <laughs> similar similar place, i.e. her bed. He added, and we all went, what? Now we got to do some DNA tests. <laughs> Apparently, Kay was separated from Matthew's dad right around the time she knew Woody's father. Wow. So, so I guess... 
Matthew could be Woody Harrelson's dad's. I think that's how it played out. It's yeah. not that gotcha. she gave birth to another kid. It's actually Matthew, the man that he thought was his father, was actually Woody Harrelson's uh, father. Okay, because every I was speculating like in the that, video, right, that she had two kids. There's no way we didn't know she had a kid, <laughs> right? I think that yeah, that it might be Matthew's paternity that's in question here. Do you think that they would do like a DNA test? I would think they would. I don't know yeah. why not. I, yeah, I. Privately, like, I think maybe we should just. <laughs> <laughs> just to see how it goes. I mean, yeah. knowing my mom, it probably wouldn't be a bad idea. Yeah. They could do 23 and Me or whatever the one. What was the one that we did? The DNA swab. Ancestry. Uh, Ancestry. Ancestry. Yeah. They could do any of those. I get an email every once in a while about a second or a third cousin. Right. You do? Mm-hmm. Mm. I keep waiting for one to pop up that I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who's that? I would be shocked and stunned. Yeah. Like to find out I had a sibling out there somewhere. I'd be oh like, no God freaking sake. way. Like my parents started dating when my mom was 18 and my dad was 17. Oh, yeah. I'm like, well, no. My dad had some pretty wild college days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like he had some, like, so when he left, he, he was raised and born in Louisville. And when he left Louisville, he went to Richmond to Eastern Kentucky University. And I think when he left home, he was just like, oh, my gosh, what's this world out the here? The world. Oh, the world. Yeah. Yeah. So you grew up in Cuba, Cuba, Illinois. How do I say that? Illinois. Cuba, Illinois. Yeah. Your mom and dad lived there how long before you were born? Were they like born and raised? No, my mom was from the Chicago area. She was from St. Charles. Gotcha. Which is where Jenny McCarthy and and Donnie Wahlberg live. It's where Jenny's from. <laughs> but there's no chance, like the reason I ask is there's no chance that your mom or your dad dated the parent of one of your friends. No. Prior to you, is there? No, my dad did a lot. My, I mean, my my dad was... He got around. The ladies liked my dad. <laughs> and the ladies, dad liked yes. the ladies. He and got around. He, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's stories, you know. Uh, Larry did not. Larry, I I, who it. knows? Who knows what Larry did? But because the summers, they only dated. They met at college and they dated at college. And then the summers, she'd go home to Chicago and he'd go home to St. David, Illinois, and mm. she wouldn't hear from him like right. all summer. So, I, you know, who knows? Yeah, what Dan I've been texting you. <laughs> I wrote you a letter. I know. Yeah. Where is it? <laughs> in the in the early 60s. That has to be so weird, though. They went months without seeing each other. Yeah. And then when they get back together, they're like, we're still dating, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. great. Because I weird? thought we were. Yeah, and then they were together for four years after college before they got married. So they were together eight years before they got married. Wow. And then when they got married... That never happened in the good old days. I know, right? My dad found the house that they still have, that mom still has, and he went to her and he said, hey, I found a house. If you like it, we can get married. And she's like, I love the house. <laughs> oh, that's nice. And Romantic, that was, huh? was that the proposal? Oh, that was the proposal. Oh, I love that. That was it. If you like the oh, house, we'll Larry. get married. All right. I guess I'll put a ring on it. <laughs> well, that's their language, though. Yeah. That's sweet. How yeah, sweet. I like it. All right. Well, we're going to take a break. We got Tom Hanks, Taylor Swift, and Oprah making headlines. And we'll take a deep dive into this, uh, this, uh, this thing that Cindy Crawford brought up. 
about Oprah Winfrey, and and this is from a long time ago, but it, it just goes to show how people grow and evolve and, you know, how things have changed over the years. We'll get into that. Q. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com surgery has an art okay supermodel cindy crawford was brand new on the scene when she appeared on the oprah winfrey show back in 1986 this is how far back we're going. So was she married to, was Cindy Crawford? No, I'm thinking, who was married to Billy Joel? Oh, uh, Christy Brinkley. Christy, Christy Brinkley, Brinkley, right. No. Cindy Crawford was married to, to Richard um, Gere for a hot Gere, minute, wasn't yeah. she? Before yeah. she uh, met and married Randy Gerber. Yep. Uh, yeah, so 1986, Cindy Crawford was the supermodel, just kind of burst onto the scene, uh, taking the world by storm. Was everywhere. And old, do we know how old she was? How what? Because I feel like these supermodels, when they first hit the scene, they were like nineteen, twenty. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. I think she was about twenty, actually. Okay. And looking back on that appearance on the Oprah Winfrey Show in nineteen eighty six, she doesn't like the way Oprah treated her. After commenting on Cindy's body, Oprah made Cindy stand up. And show it off to the audience. Ooh. And I, this is the audio of that of that moment, I think. Uh, yeah. Did she always have this body? <laughs> this is unbelievable. <laughs> Stand up just a moment, because no one saw you come in standing up. Now, this is what I call a body. <laughs> very good, very good. But I'm not, not, I don't weigh 100 pounds. I'll tell that lady on the phone that I do not weigh 100 pounds. You, what, are you about 5'9", 5'10"? 5'9", and I tried to stay around 120. Okay. So. I'm happy wow. for you. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's incredible. Isn't that funny? It just shows you. 5'9", 120? Changed. Woo! Yeah. Right. And keep in mind, you know, Oprah's own body issues that she was dealing with at right. the time. So, uh, anyway, I bring this up because on that new Apple TV Plus series, The Supermodels, Cindy says, I was like, I was like the chattel or a child. Like, mm -hmm. be seen and not heard. Yeah. Uh, anyway, she look, looking back on that, it really bothered her. With Cindy, it was much more psychologically. She was uh, not sure she really wanted to model. I was like the chattel. Of mental stability. Or a child, like be seen and not heard. When you look at it through today's eyes, when Oprah's like, stand up and show me your body. Like, show us why you're worthy of being here. In the moment, I didn't recognize it. Only when I looked back at it and I was like, oh my gosh. That was so not okay, really, especially from Oprah. Mm. Yeah, it was interesting. She used the word chattel, which refers to movable goods that can be owned, bought, and sold like livestock. Wow. And it was also used to describe slaves during a, a dark period in our history. Uh, but as far as Oprah's behavior, 
you know, like Jen said, I mean, yeah, it was a different time. Even decent people did I mean, creepy things that you know, they, that, weren't always perceived as normal. creepy in, in during that time. Didn't know any better. Uh, which is not an excuse, but uh, I would argue Oprah has grown tremendously since then. Yeah. If she had to do it all over again, would do it differently. I wonder how the what the Playboy bunnies that used to party at the Playboy Mansion, looking back on it now, the way that they were treated you know that whole mm-hmm. that whole culture i think it still goes on the world i i that the playboy mansion 100 yeah. yeah well i watched that reality show for a million years if you remember it was like holly bridget and kendra yeah with hugh hefner oh yeah and all the things that were happening there if we went back and like dissected that show <laughs> after like, wow. editing it is still in- interesting yeah have you guys watched the suit? Do you guys have Apple TV Plus? I do not. Yeah. But they have the supermodel documentary. Have you watched that yet? It's with Cindy Crawford, Naomi Campbell, mm. Nikki Taylor. It's how they used to be the uh, original influencers. Yeah, I haven't watched it, but that's what that that's clip what is from. from? Yeah. yeah. I want to, yeah. maybe when it gets to Amazon, I'll give it a tune in. But it's supposed to be really good. Yeah. Well, Tom Hanks is completely willing to get as dirty as he's got to get to go to space. He's willing to do all the onboard chores like cleaning toilets, serving food, folding clothes, and stowing the gear. He said, if there was room, I would be the guy that cleans up, makes jokes, tells stories, and keeps everybody entertained. I'm your man. I would probably sign up right now. That might be a good idea. I'll do all the work. That way the others could be free to do other stuff. He wants to go to space. Yeah. Yeah, and he's, you know, and he's cool with that job. I'm cool with that job. Like, I like that job. Cleaning toilets? Well, that's probably not my favorite, but, like, cleaning up the kitchen or doing the dishes Mm -hmm. or, you know, you all, you just finished your meal. You all chat, have a good time. I'm going to go in the kitchen and just, (laughs) there's something about... I'm going to get away from people. (laughs) Be alone with my wash rag. Yeah, I mean, there is something, (laughs) for me, kind of comforting in that mental zone out of just menial tasks like doing dishes you think with tom hanks at a certain point you can you've accomplished everything you ever thought Dream you would Devin ever Moore. freaking do right and you get to a mental block where you're like well now what what do i do now what's next do you think that's you know like i think you just do what brings you pleasure at that yeah. point because i i'm thinking there's no way in hell i'd ever want to go to space never ever ever yeah, ever that's not ever my thing either but I'm not at the place where Tom Hanks is, where, where you know, he's done, he's done every else. single thing he could potentially ever do, he's done or has had the opportunity or could afford to do. Yeah. Yeah, but so that what's a, left. But that Apollo space. movie that he was in, he had to feel like, man, I did this movie. I would love to go to real space. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, he knows I, a lot about yeah. it. Yeah. He's I would feel like regardless like I understand of all the things that he's done, but I think it would be neat to be like I did this entire movie about space and now I get to go there for real. I would also like to experience weightlessness. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. Totally. I think that would be really You cool. can do that places without going to space, right? Like can't you go to space camp or something like that and they let you there's like in a, a simulator and something. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think so. I would do dishes in space. Mm-hmm. Yes. You would be handy. And on earth. Yeah. <laughs> and I do a good job on pans, by the way. Do you? Yeah. You scrub them good? <laughs> oh, yeah. What's your go-to dish cleaner? Uh, What's that? Bars? Bar, bar keep something? 
Oh, barkeeper's Oh, barkeeper's helper. Helper, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, I will allow it. It's good for the stainless steel. <laughs> it oh, is. Yeah, man. I'll make your pants look good. <laughs> well, this sounds like a fun night out. Taylor Swift spotted out on the town in New York City on Tuesday night, arm in arm with Sophie Turner, which is just kind of interesting. Sophie just announced her split from Joe Jonas, who just happens to also be Taylor's ex. Yeah, they're they're messing with him. So what do you think? They're, they're totally messing with him. About? Now, this is where it gets a little weird. It's hard to believe it's been this long. I don't even believe that the Jonas Brothers have been around this long. But Taylor and Joe dated about 15 years ago. Wow. And Taylor claimed he broke up with her in a 27-second phone call. I do remember that. And when we had all of our Swifty fans here making friendship bracelets, we were going through the list of Taylor's exes on who we don't like and who we like. Yeah. And Joe Jonas was one that we liked because everyone felt like they had rekindled their friendship because of Sophie. Yeah. And Taylor even gave Joe and Sophie baby gifts. Oh, wow. So it looks like they were all still friends. Huh. Interesting. You know they were 27. talking about them enough. <laughs> oh, totally. <laughs> All a long. 27-second phone call. And I bet, you know, I wouldn't that be something? It was a I long mean, time ago. Imagine, like, one of your exes gets married, has a couple of kids. Yes, and that then, has happened. Right, a couple of times. And then they break up. And you become friends with her. Her ex-husband. Wouldn't that be fun to hear what their married life was like or their to hear the stories just oh, so yeah. you can compare. It's like, oh, my God, he still does that? <laughs> or, oh, God, I couldn't stand it either. Oh, yeah, we had that same argument. Oh, yeah. yeah, we fought about that all the time. Right. I know people in my life that I would like to see that happen to. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> be hilarious, right? But my f- <laughs> my first ex wife complimented <laughs> me once, uh, just talking about you know how much I had grown and you know what a much better person. Thanks for I had out become. With me. Exactly right. right. She said that. Did she? And she and and she <laughs> said no, she didn't. She absolutely no. Well, the way she phrased it was, she said, "My only regret is that." Another woman is going to essentially enjoy the benefits mm. of the growth you've experienced being married to me. Yep, there you go. Oh, wow. There you go. Yeah. You're yeah. welcome. Yeah. Oh, God. That, well, there's an old saying like, yeah. I remember, I don't remember how it goes, but the second wife gets to enjoy everything that the first wife, yeah. That's essentially For what sure. she said. For sure. So, Funny. I guess I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even though she was kind of patting herself on the back. (laughs) Uh, This is kind of cool. Uber has a new ad campaign that will be fronted by a psychopathic vigilante. Nice. Well, a fake one anyway. Robert De Niro will star in in the Uber ads as his taxi driver character, Travis Bickle. Um. Have you seen the movie Taxi Driver? It came out in the 1970s. It's an old, old, old classic movie. It was uh, Martin Scorsese, I think, was the director. One of his earlier films. Mm -hmm. And it takes place in, like, gritty New York. And he he does play a taxi, a slightly nuts taxi driver. And uh, that's that movie that is the famous scene where Robert De Niro is looking in the mirror and he says, you talking to me? Mm-hmm. You talking to me, he's getting himself all worked up. 
Well, these ads are being shot in London this week. It's not clear if they'll air in the U.S., but obviously they'll be available online to anyone who wants to look at them. But a source says signing up to commercials is selling out a bit, but obviously he's had a very expensive personal life, that Robert De Niro. <laughs> he's got quite a few kids. Yes, those expenses include a million dollars a year in alimony to his ex-wife, <laughs> Grace. Oh, Grace. Not to mention a, a new little mouth defeat. That's right. Which he's happy about. That one's happy about. He's excited, but not as much as Al Pacino. Al Pacino is not pleased hmm. that he's got another one. Right. Well, by that age, they should know how that happens. Yeah. <laughs> they so, should have figured it out. It'll be interesting to see Robert De Niro kind of, you know, this many years later, having a little fun with that role. Yeah. Yeah. So Lana Del Rey finally commented on those viral photos and video of her working at a Waffle House in Alabama and this is what she said happened. She was there for hours, hours with her brother and sister. And on their third hour, their server asked if they wanted shirts. Of course, they were thrilled. She said, this guy, a regular, comes in every day and orders two things. So they were like, just go get it for him. I brought him a Coke, no ice, and an empty cup. Wow. And then she joked that she wished her album had gone as viral. That's funny. I know. That is funny. Wow. That's a lot of time to spend in Waffle House. Yeah. Three hours. Oh, my well, god! It's easy to do. Imagine what you smelled like when you left there. Right? <laughs> grease. You smelled like grease. You smelled like hash browns. Yeah. Good company and a good cup of coffee. You're yeah. good to go. Uh, Paul McCartney wrote the song, Hey Jude. He wrote it for a young Julian Lennon to offer him comfort during the divorce of his parents, John Lennon and Cynthia Lennon. Oh, really? Yes. Before Oko. I didn't know Or that. maybe because of o Yoko. Yoko. Uh, anyway, Julian Lennon, who's a musician in his own right, admits that he has a love-hate relationship with that song. While he's absolutely thankful for it and, and appreciates what Paul McCartney did for him by writing that song, he says, I've probably heard that song and heard renditions of it more than most people alive. Yeah. He says friends send him videos of babies and nappies singing it, which he, I really don't need. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's not uh, like it's not the most upbeat number, right? Uh, something else he doesn't like about the song is that it's quote a stark and dark reminder of of what actually happened. You know that his dad walked out on him and his mom. That was a really painful time for him. Sure. That makes sense. Yeah. And and where did he receive comfort? From, not from his dad, but from his dad's bandmate. Wow. Anyway, Julian said that on Bill, Ma Bill Maher's podcast, Club Random. Hmm. Yeah. I like Julian Lennon's music. He came out with an album, Volat. Too, too Late for Goodbyes. Yeah, in the late 80s. Good song. And I, I like this stuff. Yeah. All right, the Hunger Games movies will be back in theaters. I'm excited about this. Are this, you? Were oh, you a yeah. fan of those movies? Yes. I was, too. I loved them. And the books the books were great. Because this is like a prequel that's this coming out, This is a prequel. Right? It is. It's called The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. And the trailer is out. It stars Rachel Zegler, Peter Dinklage, and Viola Davis. We watched Ooh. the last no, I'm night. Sure, it's, we watched the Chris trailer. Chris was like, fire it up on the big screen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so tell me about your love for these movies. Because I've never been able to get into them, not because I don't find them interesting, but because the 
seeing kids die disturbed me. It is very disturbing. So what it, what does it do for you? Like, what was the positivity that you got from that that was thrilling enough that you wanted to see more? I was I was rooting for Katniss because yeah. she, they're like overturning the system. Yeah. So yeah. you're you're focusing on the protagonist. Certainly. And their victory. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And the change and, and all the change she's bringing to the that world. Like right. Districts. Yes. Yeah. The yeah. Districts. She's fighting for what's right, and she's fearless, yeah. and she and I love the love story between her and Peta. I just thought was so tender and sweet. Mm-hmm. But is she making progress? Because this has been how many movies now? Well, this one's a prequel. Oh. So she's not in this one. So gotcha. she's not, yeah. So, this is uh, before Katniss. President Snow is like this white bearded man who obviously has got some issues because he pits people against each other. And, For entertainment. And What's this- his name in real life? He's the Sutherland guy, right? Kiefer. Um, it's uh, Donald. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Kiefer's dad. This, this prequel is the story of. President Snow. Because he's the evil one that came up with all this crap with the districts, Jeff. So we're going to find out why he decided to be so horrible. It kind of shows him being a good guy in the Mm -hmm. prequel, and something happens that turns him. It's kind of like Star Wars. Gotcha. What made Darth Vader go dark? We're going to figure it out. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Let's figure it out. All right. That's your latest E News. We'll have more for you coming up after seven o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we've got three headlines for you. And out of those three, two are fake. So only one of those headlines is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a $25 McDonald's arch card. Yeah. Free McDonald's. Cool. Because, you know, they get the the new burgers now. Or, well, yeah, they are new. They're the... Improved. Right. Hotter, (laughs) juicier, tastier. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sounds like big yeah. fun. All right, so let's do it. Which one do you think is real? Is it A? Guy got caught in a portalette digging through the waste looking for his wedding band. Is it B? A woman got stuck in an outhouse trying to get her Apple Watch. Or C? Couple having sex in portalette tip it over and fall out of the door naked. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, I hope it's not A, but I really want to say C. So is that what you're going with? Yeah, we're going to go with C. No, it's not C either. It's B. Oh, man. Oh, no. That's probably the least, dis- most disgusting the Apple one. Yeah. <laughs> the other two are just uh. vile. <laughs> totally vile. But I get it. Losing something pricey like an Apple Watch is not good. And you might be willing to do crazy things to find it. But there's just a line you can't cross. <laughs> In this case, a woman in Michigan was in an outhouse on Tuesday morning when she dropped her Apple Watch into the toilet. Bye-bye. 
And that sucks. Yeah. But what comes next is just, this is insanity. The woman decided to try to retrieve the watch by lowering herself into the toilet. <laughs> like it was it was big enough yeah. that she fit down in inside, yeah. which no. is gross in and of itself beyond words. <laughs> but then she got stuck. Oh, of course yeah. she did. So steam on the plastic. This <laughs> woman is yelling for help. Someone called the police. First responders show up, find her in the muck. Oh, my God. They had to remove the toilet top itself and then used a strap to basically hoist her out of safety. Oh, my God. And for better or worse, (laughs) she did manage to retrieve that disgusting watch. I hope it was all worth it. I hope it still works after being in all that. That's the thing is that if that happened to me, I'm like, it's gone. Yeah. Even if I somehow magically were to... Retrieve it somehow. There's no way I want that on my yeah. body. Yeah. Ever. No. no, thank you. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the police issued a public reminder after all this was said and done. If you lose an item in an outhouse toilet, don't attempt to venture inside the con- the containment area because yeah. serious injury could occur. <laughs> oh. uh, what a way to go. Not to mention the yeah. sickness and disease and everything. Anyway, in this case, the woman was not hurt, so. Good. Could have been could have been a lot worse. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, it's 20 after 7. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, Jeff and Jen, best friend club every day. We induct a new member into the Jeff and Jen best friends club. You could join the club by filling out an extensive online extensive. application. Take your time. At WKRQ.com. I have it over, into over it. there for you, Jeff. You, you can do that like Sherry Rooley. Sherry! Of Milford, Ohio, did. How about that? Welcome to the club, Sherry. Thank you. I'm so excited. Hey, we're excited to have you. We're really happy to have you. Yeah. Uh, Sherry speaks Spanish fluently because she went to, she went to college in Mexico. Como esta? Very cool. We were watching because there's a new Telemundo. We don't have cable. We have just uh, rabbit ears. And there's a new Telemundo station in Cincinnati. And Chris is trying to... Refresh his Spanish. So he's been. We've been watching it, and we watched some some incredibly weird game show last night with robot rabbits, and it was so weird. But I couldn't stop watching. It. Don't they have some really good daytime dramas? Yes. Don't they do a lot, have a oh, lot of great yeah. soap operas? They do. So we might need to yeah, call you Sherry for I some tips. I enjoyed those in Mexico. That's nice. great. How often do you get back? Um, at least once a year. This year it was. 
it'll be twice. I'll be going in October, and then I'm going again in January. And I was there in February. Oh, muy bien. Now, these guys, I mean, they go to they go to Cancun all the time or... or si, or, si, 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 si. Or other destinations that are kind of in that same general area on that coast. Uh, yeah. What is your favorite place to hang out? Do you hang out in Mexico City? Do you hang out in Cabo, somewhere else on the West Coast? I'd Oaxaca? like maybe that. Maybe the, in the Yucatan, which is about three and a half hours west of Cancun. I see. It's, oh, it's, wow. it's beautiful there. They call it the White City. Oh, and wow. And that's where we'll be headed in January. But uh, next month, we're going back to my university city, which is Puebla, which is 80 miles southeast of Mexico City. So what brought you down there? My mother took us down there when we were kids, and I fell in love with the country. And, um, you know, back in the old days when you actually had to go to the library to look up colleges. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I found the University of the Americas there, and it's accredited, still is accredited in with the Southwest Association of Colleges and Universities. So the degree would be good here, and it's a lot cheaper than going to school here. Oh, <laughs> right. yeah. Heck, yeah. Yeah. Now, so I, I loved it. So, as someone who's now, ne- I've never been in Mexico. As someone who's never been, how long would it take? Let's say that I wanted to spend an ex- an extended amount of time down there beyond just the normal seven to ten day vacation. How long would it take my body to get used to the tap water there, or is that just a never go? Good question. No, you'll never. The people in their homes, they either have those reverse osmosis things on their faucets, or they. Uh, use uh, big those big five gallon bottles of water. They really? don't drink the water. Never. Down there. No, no. They, so the yeah. people who live there don't even drink the water. No, they do ah. not. Interesting. Huh. Now, wow. you know, I know parts of Mexico. Obviously, you know, they have major crime problems in certain parts of the country. How do you know, like, where to go and where to hang out? I mean, is it is it just you, you stick to the touristy areas? Or if somebody wanted to, again, spend an extended period of time down there, how do you navigate that? Well, there's certain areas, being fluent in Spanish and having gone down there so many times, there's certain areas I wouldn't go to now. Right. Um, maybe though, where I'm going in January is one of the safest places. If you look at the State Department, that area of the Yucatan, is one of the safest areas to go to, and it's beautiful. And the people are wonderful, and the food. Tim, you would love it. You I'm would in. too, Jeff. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm sure I would. I'd love to go. It's it's been on my list, and I don't know why it's taken us so long. I mean, it's a it's a border nation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's my excuse? And I would agree that like I've been to different parts of Mexico, and that little Yucatan Peninsula area, the people there are just so kind and happy to share their their world with you. Which is why one of yeah. the reasons we like it. That's great. Uh, it says here, Sherry, you do a lot of volunteer work. Uh, you've been on vision clinics to Tanzania, Mexico, wow. and to Houston. Uh, yeah. It says you also currently volunteer exercising the dogs at Circle Tail, which trains service dogs. Oh, nice. How sweet is yeah. that? Huh. What better way to spend your morning than playing with puppies? Yeah. That's so cool. Feel free to stop by my house and play with our dog anytime you like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they do. uh, You know, I love animals, but I wasn't sure I could handle a shelter and seeing any mistreated animals. But at Circle Tail, there's 
they're wonderful dogs. I mean, they all have their personalities, but I go and I play with them for a couple hours. It gets me up and out of the house and you get out your in the fix. fresh air. Yep. That's funny. One of uh, one of Sherry's favorite memories from the show are it tends to be the times where Fritch is managing me. <laughs> every day, girlfriend. Every day. Awesome. I just brought him in a shirt today to wear for one of our videos. Yeah, that's so true. So I got to tell you this story, Sherry. When when Taylor Swift came to town and uh, and we did the big Swift Gate, the Taylor Swift Gate downtown, and we were Swift and Addy. I wore this Taylor Swift shirt. It was a shirt. It was a button-down shirt that Patty found on Etsy of all of the Taylor Swift album covers. And it was just a cool, fun, festive shirt to wear for the occasion. Very oil-based. Right. Uh-huh. But it was but it was kind of like it was kind of like a one and done. It was one of those things like I'm never gonna wear this shirt again. So I was gonna give it back to Patty since she's the one who who spent the money on Etsy to buy. I figured maybe she could, you know, give it away or repurpose mm-hmm. it or something. And Fritz was like, "No, don't do that. She'll be, she'll be mad. You know, she'll be." I didn't say mad. I just said, "What's going to happen, Jeff? Is at some point the You're shirt right. will come yeah. back up." I said, I don't know when it will happen, but at some point the shirt will come back and she'll be like, where's that shirt? And you're going to be like, that's why I'm giving it back to her. But I said, I will take it and put it in my closet because I know it's going to come back up. And And guess what? So that's what Fritch did. (laughs) She took it back. She put it in her closet. And then the other day uh, we found out that uh, we're going to be doing something Taylor Swift related here on the station again. And she's going to be coming back to town and we got to be we're going to be shooting a video. And the, my first thought was, where did I put that shirt? <laughs> and I looked in my closet. And it wasn't there. And I'm like, wait, did I? Oh, I did. Did I give it back to Patty? And then I come into work and the shirt's right there. To. And Fritch brought it in. <laughs> Look at that. She's like, I had it, you idiot. I know. <laughs> and this is why I have to be in charge of the Jeff and Jen historical files. Because yeah. I know where all the stuff is, including yeah. the bodies. <laughs> yep. Yep. So you're right, every day. <laughs> well, welcome to the club, Sherry. It's great to have you. We're glad you're on. You get us, and that's why we wanted you in our club. Yeah, so welcome. We're so happy to have Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited. My husband, when I told him, I, I said, I'm so excited. He goes, I can tell. <laughs> Very cool. Oh, Very cool. And I know that. my daughter is listening because she's a big fan, too. Nice. That's great. Nice. What's your daughter's name? Ryan. Well, hello, Ryan. Hi, Ryan. So if you come in, you know, and we're still here, make sure you pop up and say hello. I will. I'll be down later this morning. After she walks the dogs. There you go. All right, kid. Yeah, good talking to you. You need to Nope, I already talked to her. her. She can stop by and pick it up anytime. You're all set and good to go. Awesome. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Good chat with you. You too. Jeff, do you remember when um, Kroger popped by and you got your flu shot and yeah. I, on the air and I was kind of talking you through getting your yeah. shot the whole time? Well, we had, when Tim and I were out tailgating the other day, one of our listeners popped by and her son, Noah, I believe his name was, had to go in and get a shot one day. Uh-huh. And he was like, I just wish I could call Fritch and she could talk to me during oh, my yeah. shot. <laughs> and I funny. said, I wish you would have, I would have given you my cell phone number and talked to your son <laughs> while he was getting his shot oh, that's just really as sweet. a distraction. Yeah. I typically don't mind needles. Yeah. But just the fact that I, I wish you had been in the room because 
Fritch like is looking at me in the eye and she was intentionally trying to distract me by talking to me about something completely unrelated. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where I didn't even Probably food. Right. <laughs> to- totally took my attention off of what was going on. But it clicked, and I'm like, oh, my God, I see what you just did. Yeah. That's such a mom thing. You're so good at that. It's what you got to do. Hold (laughs) hands, make eye contact, talk about Bluey, (laughs) whatever works. Distractions. (laughs) That that was good. That was good. Mix of sun and clouds today. We'll see high around 84. Uh, Where are we now? 56. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, is looking for a second date update today with a guy named Steven and we're going to try to help her out. Hi, Isabella. Hi, guys. Good to talk to you. You too. I'm kind of nervous and kind of excited I had a friend call you guys a couple years ago um, for a second date update, and they went out again, and now they're engaged. Oh, wow. Cool. I wish they'd keep in touch with us when they did that. You know, wouldn't it be nice to know? Because we do hear this every so often. So I'm really hoping that I have the same luck. So, yeah, that's why I'm calling you. Okay. When we're done with this call, you're going to give us uh, your friend's name so we can reach out to them. All right? Oh, yeah, definitely. So, all right. So don't hang up. Okay. All right. So take us to the beginning. How did you meet Steven and how'd that first date go? So I met this guy on Tinder and we went out for drinks and we ended up just having such an amazing time that we just kept drinking and got really drunk and we're just laughing and we just had a really great time. We have the same sense of humor. Um, yeah. And it just, it just happened. It all made sense. And we went back to my place. He got to meet my cat, who never likes anyone, but she liked him. And That's a great sign. Yeah, it's a sign for me, too. And it was just one of those, like, life moments that felt, you know, like a staple and defining. It just felt promising on every level. Yeah, it just felt like I met my person, and I thought we were on the same page, and everything just felt so natural and easy and normal, and he left my place in the middle of the night, which was super shocking and weird and just a bummer. Um, I don't know if he had, like, a dog to go home to and let out or what, and I oh, totally He just left unannounced? That. Yeah, I just woke up, and he was gone. And he said he'd call me later, but he never did. And it's been a few weeks, so I'm super bummed and hoping to, like, get to the bottom of everything. Well, wait, when did he say he would call you later? Like, did you actually see him leave or did he sneak out while you were sound asleep and leave a note or something? He left a note. 
just saying had to had to run call you later yeah i'll call you later and i was like okay weird you kind of woken me up and then left i don't know it, it felt like a sneak out because it was just a note yeah hmm. i could never sneak out of Kristen's house back in the day because her floors are super cool <laughs> and she's a, is she a light sleeper <laughs> somewhat so yeah well that's a bummer that he snuck out in the middle of the night I I just I'm hoping to get some answers and you know with if it was all in my head which I don't think it was because he you know he came back to my place and we hung out but okay but everything went well I mean okay you're super drunk you end up in bed together that all went okay great wonderful perfect awkward yeah it was wonderful I mean we didn't just either like we also didn't just jump straight to bed we talked for like eight hours it was the longest date i've ever had and it just felt like we've known each other forever and then everything was great when we got to my place and i don't know it just felt really weird i don't know if he got a text or something or someone was hurt i don't know all right well why don't we take a break when we come back we'll call steven and try to get a sense of what he really thought about isabella why it's been weeks since Mm -hmm. he's reached out and if there's any chance of a second date This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. People, but this cat likes Steven. I mean, how is that not at least promising? Right. But he left in the middle of the night. Middle of the night. Stuck out like a thief in the night. For the love of Pete. And that was weeks ago. Left mm-hmm. a note, said he'd call her later and never did. So here we are, Isabel. I don't know if there were any other details that popped up that you thought of that you think might be helpful in trying to figure out what went down or you just want to jump in and call him. I would just love to jump in and call him, find, find out what's wrong. Fair enough. Let's do it. Hello, Stephen. There, please. Uh, yes. Who's this? It's Jeff and Jen at Q102. Hi, Stephen. Jeff and Jen. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Are you Stephen? <laughs> hey. Yeah. No, I am. Uh, wow. I can't believe you guys are calling me right now. It's your lucky day, my friend. <laughs> no about that. <laughs> What's this about? Well, we we spoke to someone who kind of knows you and was saying very nice things about you. So they, it was all good. We just wanted to reach out and see what you've been up to lately because I guess it's been a while since since you two have connected, and we just wanted to check in. Is this a second date update? Yep. Okay. Would that friend be Isabella? Yes. And she sounds <sighs> relatively nice. Well, she sounds very nice, she- actually. She's very nice. She's an incredible person. We hit it off very well, but this is just my thing. It's not her. It's it's me. And I know that's cliche, but it, it really is. I, I have this thing where I have to sleep. You have, you have to, to sleep? sleep? Yeah. I, I mean, I need a solid eight hours uninterrupted sleep, or I just will not be able to function at all. Can't think straight, nothing. Okay. And when I was at her place, she woke me up twice 
with her peeing. With, with her what? what? With her peeing when peeing? she goes to the bathroom? Yes. She yes, pee the bed? No, she would <laughs> get up and then go to the bathroom, and I could hear the stream from the bed. It would be so loud, it would wake me up. So were you turned off by the sound of the stream, or you were disturbed by the interruption because she was moving around and using the restroom? I was disturbed by the interruption. She's going to the restroom. I'm waking up in the middle of the night. I'm hearing something that sounds like a guy who drank a 12-pack and having not eaten eight hours in the bathroom. It's the most <laughs> powerful scream I've ever heard. It woke me up twice. Well, I'm surprised you didn't have to pee in the middle of the night because based on her description, you both did quite a bit of drinking that night. Well, I took care of it before I went to bed. That's the thing with guys, though. We're <laughs> like camels, man. We You will. You can hold it for... It blows my mind. I think we got bigger bladders. I think you do. Well, at least, you know, until you get older and then you start having all those prostate issues. You're right. And, and then not, forget and, about and it. And they say it's not good for you to hold it. Yeah, it isn't good for you to hold it. But at the same time, what was it? We did a story not long ago and this like messed me up for a few weeks after we did it. That They said a healthy stream lasts 21 seconds. That if you're peeing less than 21 seconds when you go, then that's a problem. Oh. And that you might have some, you know, incontinence issues of some sort. So you need to, you, you need to, so I, every time I would go to the bathroom after hearing that, I was in there <laughs> counting yeah. and I would get very upset because most of the time I'd only make it to like 15 or 16. Oh man. I'd get very excited if I had a 21, but it was rare. Did you time the pee, Stephen? <laughs> I was so disoriented that I couldn't even think to time the pee. Okay. <laughs> Dude, you wouldn't survive a day in our house because our floors are so creaky. You can't even walk to the bathroom, let alone go to the bathroom without waking up the whole household. So yeah. you got to be, a, I guess you're not a heavy sleeper then if you need eight hours solid and something like that would disturb you. Yeah. I was up the entire night after the second time that she went. So I ended up leaving after that second time and my sleep pattern was just off for weeks. I couldn't really function well. It affected my job. It affected everything. Yeah. I wonder if you got some kind of like sleep issue, like sleep apnea, because I understand the disturbance and I understand how some people just, they got to have that eight hours in order to function. But for, for it to disrupt your life to that degree, I, I just wonder if there's something else going on worth taking a look at. That's a good point. That's something to think about. I didn't really think of it that way. Because this is a problem. I mean, I mean, well, it's healthy, though, to get that solid eight hours. Sure. But if, if you can't even tolerate your partner using the restroom in the middle of the night, I... You may uh, need to separate your own room. I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah. And it was weird, too, because the bathroom wasn't just right there by the bedroom. She, You have to go down a, a hallway in her place and go all the way to like the other side of the home. And you can still the, hear the stream hear in the bathroom. So that was a really, really loud stream, or you've just got really good hearing. I'm pretty sure it was just a really loud stream. Yeah. <laughs> wow, this is a, this one's a first. Okay. We've got Isabella on the line. Isabella, I got to tell you, I, I, this is not what I expect. I don't know what I expected. I wasn't expecting this. You're telling me that me peeing loud when I'm drunk is a deal breaker? <laughs> that was the only thing? I know it sounds bad, but it was enough for me to leave. Has anyone ever complained about your peeing habits before? Do you pee with the door open or something? Is that why it was so loud? No. And no one in the past has ever said anything to you? Maybe your roommate or someone? No, no one has ever complained. So I'm, I'm a little lost for words.
And it, you don't think it's something we can come to a resolution about? I, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it. Uh, my sleep was all messed up from that night. It screwed me up for a couple of days. Uh, yeah. It seriously messed me up. Well, Stephen, how have you made it this far in life? With uh, I assume you've had other relationships in the past. You know, we don't need to go into your whole history here, but this is, right. I'm assuming, been a problem before, no? People are Not human, man. They gotta go, they got to pee at night sometimes, right? <laughs> yeah. Or as everyone else you, you've known had a softer stream. <laughs> this is the first time I've been awakened by someone using the bathroom. I usually sleep with earplugs, so maybe I should have had those. Yeah. But then you don't hear the alarm go off when you need to hear the alarm. I don't know. I don't know how to help you. Steve. Yeah, this is a conundrum. But yeah. I feel like there's got to be, if that was the only thing, I feel like there's got to be an acceptable solution to this issue out there. You just have to explore a little bit. Unless there's something else about Isabella that just doesn't jive with you and you're trying to be kind and this is the best you can come up with. That's the thing. There isn't. Isabella and I, we really clicked. I just know how I am if I don't sleep eight hours through. I mean, I'd be willing to, like, discuss it, but I think it definitely sounds like, you know, a sleep condition and... That's something I'd be willing to explore with you as well and help you through. I mean, we had a really great time, but I can't be the only one that wants to see where this could go. Yeah. So. Are you open to taking a closer look at this, Stephen? Maybe consulting a physician or someone that, you know, maybe a sleep study wouldn't be the worst thing to try. I'm open to that. And this is the first time someone ever brought that up to me, that maybe there's a sleep pattern issue. Uh, there may be some type of sleep apnea re related issue i don't know so yeah the patient's usually the last person to find out yeah, no kidding. that was me so i'm just speaking from experience uh, i guess we could discuss more we can figure this out but if we don't uh, i'm not kidding I, I can't live like that <laughs> All right, well, that's been well, noted yes i think we like are that, clear you know? yeah on that one we got that right. Yeah. All right. Well, Stephen, why don't we do this? We're going to set up a, a meetup with you and Isabella. We're going to pay for it. So she's going to take you out somewhere nice on our dime. You guys can discuss it further. And it ultimately is up to you what you all decide to do. But we're happy to hear that you're at least open to taking a second look at this. Yeah, that would be great. Cool. All right. We'll make the arrangements. Stephen, we'll say goodbye to you. Isabella, you hang on. We also got to get that phone number from you. And thank you both for coming on Second Date Update. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us. And if we can do a Second Date Update for you, shoot us an email. Jeff and Jen. Two F's and Jeff, two N's and Jen. Jeff and Jen at WKRQ. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Could be in trouble. Mm -mm. You've heard of ghosting someone where you disappear and stop responding to texts. But HuffPost just did a big thing on something called anti-ghosting. Okay. Which is literally <laughs> breaking it off with someone the normal way. The old-fashioned way where you just tell them that they, that you don't see a future there or they're great. You just aren't on the same path or on the same page. Yeah, I'm or, so, I don't think this is going to work out. 
There's That's no way anybody really does that. No way. Has ghosting become so big that it is now the norm? Yes. So we need a term like anti-ghosting. Yes. Anti-ghosting means having the maturity to be <laughs> upfront about your feelings as opposed to vanishing in a ghost-like fashion. It, you know, it is hard because you're it, when you tell them, you risk the possibility of them turning around and saying, why? And then you have to give an answer. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I found some what I believe to be specific enough, but also slightly vague. All right. Where you might be able to escape past this one without being challenged. Okay. Here's an example. All right. You go on a date with someone, you're not feeling it, but it's obvious they... They kind of like you and are sort of hoping for a second date. You can feel it, you know, because they all do. When they're out on a date with Jeff Thomas. Oh, my God. They all want in, you know. They're like, he's the one. It's a weight of responsibility. It is. It's hard. I don't know how you be you. Well, I would just text, hey, thanks for meeting up last night. You seem seem very cool, but I honestly, I think we're just looking for different things. Why? Why? No, what do you mean? No, shut up. What no. do you mean? <laughs> you're not supposed to say that. Yeah, because then if you ask the why, then you don't answer. So you're still ghosting. Maybe here's the suggestion. <laughs> There's got to be a stark enough contrast between the two that you can come up with something if necessary. No, you just send the text and then immediately block. So okay. there's no, no, but the, to Jen's point, yeah. that's the same thing as ghosting. Which is, it's still fine. I just, but I you talked, it is, but it isn't. You got, you got something. Right. It's like not I, totally ghosting. I see what you're saying. In other words, I made my point. Yes. It's like, we have different views. I'm we have different goals. You, Whatever you just said. I'm never going like to speak what? to you again. Yeah. Like what? Because, you know. I'm not I would be that. curious. Well, I would be curious because maybe there was a miscommunication. Maybe what you're thinking were different goals. Maybe I just wasn't communicating clearly what my goals were. And we are actually perfectly aligned. And I just want to make sure that it wasn't a miscommunication that happened. My goal is to not sleep with you ever. <laughs> <laughs> or just sleep with you once and then be done. That's, yeah, it's we have different no. goals. <laughs> well, you said relationship, and I'm not looking for that. Uh-huh. Right, right, right. See, this can be done. All right. Or how about this? You text back and you say, you know what? Last night was a ton of fun. I just think we had more of a friend vibe. Oh, boy. Oh, God. But see, I think. And then why? block them. Yes, and then why? Block. That's the one you need to why? block. That's a block. What's missing? What isn't there that you feel you need? Don't you think we need to, we should be friends first? Don't you think that's important? What a great foundation for ever, a relationship. I, it's a perfect foundation for a relationship. The greatest relationships on the planet all started out as friends first. So are you saying it's a chance? <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why nobody would want to date me because I'm that one. Why? Yeah. Why? You totally this, are. Tell this me why. I just questions. want to understand. This is how you've Help managed to stay single for so understand. long. <laughs> There's a long list of reasons why I've stayed single for She's long. the one that got away, guys. Yeah. But why? I don't want to tell you why. That's why people well, then I don't want to be in a relationship with you because if you can't communicate. I can't. That's right. We're fine, but we're, we're done. You're right. I can't yes, I'm breaking up with you. Which if is fine. You say Let's so. be clear. Yeah, I did it first. Okay. All right. Well, that's heartbreaking, but. I hope you, you they'll come a day. Uh, they'll come a day. Well, you'll sound just like fun, Robbie. I'll cope.
Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> May take decades. Yep. You're the one that got around. away, Jen. You'll come around. I mean, ghosting <laughs> is so common now. You can see why. Yeah. But it, it needs its own term that means the opposite. But if saying, I got anti-ghosted seems weird to you, the alternative term you could use is just, I got dumped. I got dumped, man. Yep. Yeah. just weren't that into me. Yeah. But listen, if this catches on, yeah. this anti-ghosting thing, if this becomes a trend, That's true. We're you can say goodbye to second date update. Yeah. So let's we'll hope this doesn't it. catch on. We can name it as the, the why, because we will call them and ask them why. why? I know. <laughs> That's, That's a good funny. idea. That's actually really funny. Uh, I they am told me they didn't want to see me again, but I didn't get a clear answer why, and I want to know why. Okay, we'll call them. Right. But then we call them and they just hang up on us, and we're like, oh, we have to go to their house. <laughs> me and Why? You on their That's our new rush hour road trip. Hey, we are holding a giant check, but it's just to get you out on the porch. Yes. And now we want to know why didn't you call her back? Because Brandy was why amazing. Why don't you want to go out with her again? Why do you think you're in the friend zone? When I think of the hours we spent in our youth stalking our exes. Just to see. Oh, my God, yeah. You know, wanting to confirm your suspicion that it was really about that other person right. the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the the amount of gas I wasted just driving by their house ah. for no reason. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, oh, he's home. And then you go back, you go around the corner, oh, he's still home. Yeah. <laughs> and whose car is that? Whose yeah, car, car is that, is that in the or, driveway? Yes, or whose yeah. car is that? Oh, that car is still there. And then you call Jen. Jen, I'm going to come pick you up I and know. we're going to go back to Jeff's well, house and see whose car this is. You had to go, you had to do it in somebody else's car because you didn't yes. want them to recognize your car as you're driving by their house. Yeah, but it's a busy road. I could just be driving by just oh. because. Yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> Anti-ghosting. Yep. Well, now we turn our attention to AI. We all know how I feel about it. If you think artificial intelligence taking your job is alarming, that is nothing compared to this. AI can now translate chicken speak. Like and McGuck? <sighs> McGuck! <laughs> And yep. how does it, how do, so, so we're going to be able to know what the chickens are needing and wanting. Oh, yes. Word. Okay. You really think they're that smart? With 80% accuracy. I didn't say they were smart. I'm I just think saying AI actually, is. Aren't they supposed to be pretty smart? What? I think they are. Mm. I know pigs are super smart. How do we know? Because we know. Uh. Scientists say, scientists from Japan say AI can help to understand what different chicken clucks mean with about 80% accuracy. Oh, wow. So they talk different <laughs> when they want different things. Like, not in whole sentences, but it uses the sound of their vocalizations to determine distinct emotional states. Okay. Hunger, fear, anger, contentment, excitement, distress. Huh. Now, you know, you look at this and you think insight like this could be super beneficial in the care of animals, right? Yeah, if we gave two craps about chickens, but sure. I mean, if we can, if we can translate chickens, just think of the 
translations we can come up with for oh, other animals. That would be- oh, yeah, because we'd want it with our pets, yeah, you know, right. with our cats and our dogs and our hamsters. And Knowing our- what stresses them geckos. out without having to guess. Yeah, be great. Now, it's worth pointing out that this research is in its very early stages, and the study was spearheaded by a Tokyo professor named Adrian David Choke who is better known for his sex robot research. Oh, that guy. Yes. A lot going on here in this story. I I, I have now just checked out of it because... I know. But think about... chicken speaking... So, Fritz said something off the air yesterday, really. We were having an off-air conversation about her dog. And Fritz was like, I don't get all these people that say that dogs are so damn smart because my dog is stupid. My dog yeah. ate a freaking rock yesterday. That's yeah, exactly what I that. said. I said I said to Jeff, I said, sometimes I struggle because I want to share my dog with social media or my dog and my daughter with social media and people are super judgy because they're like, oh, she shouldn't be doing that. No, nah, man, nah, dogs can't do this. Dog, you shouldn't be sick. And I'm just like, done. Because I'm just, I don't want to hear it. But the other day, Everybody's like, an expert. Yeah, everybody's an expert. But also, like, my dog was eating Penelope's hair, like, for no reason. I just <laughs> uh, sent you a picture. And she's smell, just like, like, Penelope's laying down reading a book and the dog is on her back just like eating her hair and I'm like people want to talk about how smart dogs are and here she is not all of them not all of them we got one of the ones my mom's got one I mean my mom's got these two big Labradors one of them threw up a golf ball a few weeks ago see I mean it's like like, what is happening Barney what are you doing yeah the other thing that I struggle with is that's incredible the other day I watched my dog so we have a door going from the laundry room into the main living area. Her little area is in the laundry room, but we have a cage door because when I do laundry, she likes to go in there and steal socks and eat them. So I close the door when we're doing laundry. The other day, I watched her take her paw and open the door and yep. come out. And I was like, well, you are smart. Look, Look at that. you. That's smart stuff. Oh, yeah. oh. But she, be. for the life of me, cannot raise that paw to ring the bell to go outside. <laughs> I'm like, you just... Opened a door. What kind of motivation? Click it. Uh-huh. She doesn't need motivation. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she's got to want it. She's, well, she's great, though, collectively. She's so cute. AI, I have to say that. AI could bridge that gap, though. Because, like, a lot of people talk to their pets. You know, they do the baby talk thing. Oh, you so good. Oh, you so my good. I love you, my baby. How's my baby? <laughs> so, some, but some people have full-on conversations. Yeah. And some of those people are perfectly sane. Right. I was just talking to our dog Snoopy yesterday. I said, can you talk to your brother? You both, <laughs> yeah. you both speak dog. Find out what the hell he needs. Because I don't know. Right. I'm trying to figure it out. You're my translator. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to your brother. So a new poll. Struggling. A new poll asked if you had a pet and AI enabled you to have conversations with your pet. How likely would you be to do so? Oh, God. If it was legit, sure. Every day, multiple times daily. Overall, though, only a third of people said that they thought they'd be very likely to listen to their pets in this way. And another third said, yeah, it might be a cool novelty. I want to know why Merle does the things that he does. Like losing his mind every time somebody walks by the house. It's the same people. 
with the same dogs. Yeah. He's seen a hundred times. He's seen me having conversations with him. He knows they're friends of the family. Why does he have to lose his freaking, I mean, he loses his mind. He's yelling, he's nice. help, get me out of here. Take me with you. <laughs> he might be. Please. I'm here with these damn cats. <laughs> she brought another one in. There's another one another here. One. They're everywhere. Help me, please. And then when get they show out. up, let me out, like, let me out. And then when they come in, he's all nice to them. Like, I blinked twice. I blinked twice right. for help. That's me. I'm, I'm blinking. Take me with you. Take me with you. <laughs> Bigot weighs eight pounds more than Merlin. Oh, oh my god! Wow. <laughs> oh, how much does he weigh total? In terms of height, is this is oh, big he's bigger? T- oh my god! Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, we got to get a side by side of your and- giant cat <laughs> and Merlin and your yeah. Uh, I can do the, my cocker spaniel. Cocker spaniel. Yeah. Yeah. So turns out guys would be way more into talking to their pets using AI than women. Isn't would. that interesting? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely would have thought that. Men are more interested in talking to pets than women. (laughs) Some of my favorite videos on social media are the ones of this is the man that didn't want a dog. And he's sitting with the dog on the couch and the dog is wearing a sweater and he's letting the dog lick his popsicle, you know, or he's got him (laughs) in the bathroom and he's giving him a little shave on his chin or, you know, all that silly stuff. It's just sleeping on the bed with a dog on his face. (laughs) Just hilarious that's so funny i love that people are sending us pictures of their animals now with these really dumb clueless looks on their faces <laughs> fritch i have this good boy right here and he also has no brain cells LOL. <laughs> <laughs> and he does see the look on his face is so wide-eyed and <laughs> he's sweet hey, he's yeah. not the only so one so cute okay uh your shot at one thousand dollars the 1K letter of the day is coming up next. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. It's the 1K letter of the day on Q102. Hey, Danielle. Hey, how are you? Great. Good. How's your day going? It's going smooth so far. Hopefully it'll be better. You got pets? (laughs) Do I have pets? Yes. Yeah, I have pets. How many? I have three dogs and a cat. That's a lot of dogs. Are they big dogs, little dogs? Um, A mix. A mix combo. Are they smart? Um, they can be. <laughs> they got it in them sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Any of them poop eaters? Those are the worst. Oh, uh, no. I have one that, like, you know, it eats its puke. Oh. Oh, gross. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bonus. <sighs> yep. Yeah. Well, I bring it up because we were just talking about how some animals can be really dumb. Lovable, but dumb. Right. Right. I got a story here about how Kraft Singles, you know, the American cheese Kraft Singles, got yeah. recalled because stupid people are eating the plastic off these things. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, that cheese is gross to begin with. I used to love that cheese. I used to just go to the fridge and just 
cheese products. Yeah, yeah, we yes, it's not even cheese. Product. We call we call it cheese, but it's not cheese cheese product, right? So Kraft announced an update to the packaging for their Kraft singles because the number one complaint was that it's too hard to remove the thin plastic film. I don't agree. I thought it was quite easy. <laughs> too hard. It's got to crease. But to just eat the plastic. But Kraft just issued a voluntary recall of Kraft singles to prevent people from eating the plastic wrappers. This is not a joke. They say it's precautionary after a temporary issue with one of their wrapping machines. When you remove the wrapper on each slice, the thin strip of plastic, I guess, can rip off and stick to oh, the cheese. stick to the cheese. So you there might you not go. realize it, toss it on a burger, and then the plastic, it, it could become a choking hazard, especially for kids. I mean, I feel like when we were kids that the wrapper was thick, was, that was pretty thick plastic. Right. I think over time it has gotten thinner, thinner. as, you know, as they continue to rip us off and cheapen every product out there. Yeah, and, it doesn't function <laughs> as well. Saving yeah. the earth. Jim. Right. Give us 12 ounces of sausage instead of 16 and charge us the same amount. Yeah. All the air in the bags of popcorn How am I supposed chips. to feed? Yes. <laughs> a family of six. <laughs> Two hefty, do you call them chunky women? Plump. Hefty, plump. Two plump. large men <laughs> and a... Two plump women. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What do you have to eat today? Have you had breakfast yet, Danielle? Um, I've had um, some peanut butter crackers. Oh, that sounds good. Peanut butter crackers. And what do we have on the lunch menu today? Um, whatever I have left over from supper. There you go. Oh, well, what'd you have last night? Um, I had um, uh, deer steak. Deer steak. Well, that wow. sounds good. How was that? Do you like it well done? Medium rare? Um, I like it kind of medium. There you go. Yeah. You got a hunter in your family that got caught that for you? Shot that for yeah. you? Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. All right. Let's yep. try to win you a thousand bucks because deer's expensive. Well, I hope. <laughs> deer is priced hunting materials. Expensive. All right. right, so here we go. Let's give her a good letter. You're going to have 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with that letter. If you can do it, you'll win the grand. One rule, don't repeat any of your answers. One suggestion. Hard not to. Yep, one suggestion, pass quickly. That's the yeah. trick, okay? Okay. Okay, uh, I didn't... I didn't pick it for I didn't pick it. this it letter. No, it's not bad at all. You got the letter D as in deer. Oh, letter D. You know? yeah. All right. <laughs> I just saw one other question. I'm nervous. <laughs> You're gonna do. Let's do great. it, Danielle. That's your name, right? So D. Yeah. Danielle. Beer right. steak. I mean, there's a lot of good vibes. This is why I just here. spent the last ten minutes talking about craft singles with you to kind of loosen you up a little bit. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, <laughs> I love to look at the letter and then scan the questions really quickly to see if you got a shot. And I'm going to tell you right now, you got a shot. Ooh. Okay. Okay. You got 10 shots. Yep, let's go. Let's do. go. So right. Let's go. 30 seconds on the clock. Line up the D. Here we go with the letter D in 30 seconds. Name something you say to your dog. Don't do that. Something blue. Um, a, a donut. A store. Uh, Dillard. A meat. Uh, deer meat. A TV show. Um, doodle, doodles. Something you throw. Um, a dodgeball. Something sweet. Um, a donut. Something you wrap. Um, a, not donut. Um, a dill pickle. Something you wrap. Um, a dodge. Uh, um, diaper. Something. Oh, that was so good. Diaper was so good. Something you wrap. What did you say for a TV show? Doodles. Uh, doodles. Doodles. 
Is that a real show? Doodle Bops. I think she made it up. I think you made <laughs> that up, right. too. Yeah. We can do, but it's worth a shot. Do a Google search to you know see if any TV write. show existed. Like. Have thrown stuff out, and then yeah. we look it up, and we're like, yeah, Oh, that's a thing. It's a show a about us. Yes, there's a banana car. Doodle yeah. dogs. It's doodles all about TV doodles. Show. It was on from 2015 to 2017. Get, Get out of here. There you yep. go. What wow. was it about? Was it about dogs, or was it about drawing? It looks like it was about drawing. Oh, nice. All right. Well, then you, you got nine. Then. Eight. Dang it. Wait, she got eight. Oh, yeah, yeah. Eight, she eight. didn't get eight or ten. How many did I you get the more. other? I was going to say, how many did you get the other time you played? Uh, I think I got seven. Oh, you're That's pretty good. Improvement. Yeah. Damn, yeah, girl. Yeah, the answer you, you should give me like ten more good. seconds for that last one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, All right. we live to fight another day, Danielle. Yes, we do. Yeah. Okay. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, you have a great rest of your day and a great weekend. You also. Bye. 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 Deer. That sounds good. Deer. So. Deer John. That was my TV show. (laughs) Remember that show? Oh, yeah. There was about a, was that about a guy from Cincinnati? I don't remember. Was it John Larroquette in it? Who was in it? I don't remember. Mm. Comedian Caitlin Riley does this great spoof on those apology videos that celebrities post after they've done something stupid. Mm-hmm. Because you notice how apologies have kind of evolved over the years. You know, a lot of it is you have to take responsibility and you have to come off as sincere. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're not too careful, if it comes off formulaic, then people doubt it. For sure. And yeah. they doubt you. Yep. And uh, so I, I guess this is, you know, a lot of people find this funny because it's rooted in truth. I wanted to make a video to speak directly to you about my actions. If you hear any noise outside of my window, they are currently renovating my pool and making it Olympic sized. I am sorry that <laughs> I pushed a small child into a well because they had red hair and freckles. I, at the time, did not know that they were a child. I thought that they were a demon. I grew up in a household where we were unfortunately taught that people with red hair and freckles did not have souls. I've spoken to many people from the redheaded community, and I'm learning, and I'm listening. I'm learning. Oh, God, that's and so I'm funny. I'm listening. What's her name? I think I've been following her on social media. Caitlin Riley. She's just hilarious. Yeah, she's pretty funny. She does sound she like dark Drew. hair. Look like she's about thirty years old. Just had a baby not long ago. Probably she sounds like she Drew does Barrymore sound like Drew Barrymore when she did that apology there. Yeah, I'll have to pull her up. Is there anything any of you would like to apologize for? Oh God, how much time do you have? <laughs> Jen's got a list. Where to begin? Open those notes on your where, phone. Where to begin? <laughs> can't, can't think of anything off the top of my head. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about this the other day when I was cleaning out the basement. You know, I found all these old, um, you know, all these old Jeff and Jen memorabilia, we'll call it, you know, old articles from back in the day. And I think about our earlier shows and how partly because I'm just too close to it. You know, we are our own worst critics, Mm -hmm. how cringe we're cringeworthy some of those moments were from back in the day when we just didn't know any better you know well and that's how any new show is you know when you're finding your footing i mean we still have cringeworthy days here 
after all this time. What? But there were But there were a lot of them then. Yes. Yeah. Was there one in particular? Were you gonna were you heading down the road of an apology here for something? Are you no. are you saying sorry for all the bad shows? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I read one article where I was totally misquoted by someone who I didn't even want to do the interview in the first place because I, I didn't like this reporter because they just have a tendency to misquote people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know this because they never actually recorded the interview. Oh, uh, yeah. And they didn't they would just kind of jot notes down so you knew that whatever the quote was wouldn't be They'd miss exact. a couple of words. And yeah. sometimes the entire essence of what you were saying was just lost. Do you remember what you said? I was talking about what, before we came to work here, mm-hmm. uh, what what Q102 was looking for in a morning show, like why it was such a great, marriage Mm -hmm. you know this thing that we ultimately ended up doing in 2002 when we decided to come work here Mm -hmm. and it it just the way i was quoted made it sound like yeah they really wanted us because they needed us because everything that they had prior sucked and that was not even close to what i said yeah and uh you know even jim bryant who was the general manager at the time he was like, I read that, and he goes, it's just, like, I just don't see Jeff saying that. I'm like, because I didn't. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> it's not how it happened. Right. But luckily, Jim was like, don't worry about yeah. it. Like, it, Not a big deal. Yeah. I'm I'm aware that this journalist has a habit of. Mm-hmm. Not know. getting the story 100% straight. Right. Yeah. God. Yeah. And then there have just been other times, like we all have. You know, we talked this morning about Oprah Winfrey and how she sort of got called out by Cindy Crawford. Mm-hmm. Or something that happened in the 80s. Yeah. So there's this documentary series on Apple TV+, and it's called The Supermodels. And, you know, Cindy Crawford was, she's she's in this thing. Uh, This This is is when she was first coming out. She was just becoming popular. Supermodel, first onto the scene in the 1980s, 1986, Mm -hmm. is when she just exploded. I think she was 20 years old at the time. And Oprah Winfrey had her on her show in 1986. And looking back on it now, she she doesn't like the way Oprah treated her. And it was Mm -hmm. not Oprah's finest moment. Because after commenting on her body, Oprah made Cindy stand up and show it off to the audience. And on that Apple TV Plus series, The Supermodels, you know, Cindy talks about how she looks back on that now and it's just like, ew, you know, like, what was that? Did she always have this body? This is the clip from the uh, from the show she's talking about, from the Oprah Winfrey show in 1986. Did she always have this body? This is unbelievable. Stand up just a moment, because no one saw you come in standing up. Now, this is what I call a bod. Very good, very good. But I'm not, not, I don't weigh 100 pounds. I'll tell that lady on the phone that I do not weigh 100 pounds. You're what, are you about 5'9", 5'10"? 5'9", and I tried to stay around 120. Okay. So. I'm happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> Was Oprah in when, because Oprah went through phases of, of her own she weight had her own loss weight journey, issues. yeah, because she would, you know, lose a bunch, and there'd be a big celebratory show, and then she'd 
gain it back, and then she'd lose it again, and there'd be another big celebratory. So that was always a struggle for her. So Right. So here's Cindy Crawford talking about that moment in this documentary. Well, Cindy was much more psychologically. She was uh, not sure she really wanted to model. I was like the chattel. Of mental stability. Or a child, like, be seen and not heard. When you look at it through today's eyes, when Oprah's like, stand up and show me your body. Like, show us why you're worthy of being here. In the moment, I didn't recognize it. Only when I looked back at it and I was like, oh, my gosh, that was so not okay, really. Especially from Oprah. Yeah. Mm. So I I don't know if they've discussed her, if they've talked about it privately. But Oprah would probably be like, yeah, that was. I think Oprah would be like, yeah, that, you know, by today's standards, that's absolutely unacceptable. Right. I'm sure she will say something if she hasn't. Oprah. I saw this morning that Oprah was getting some shade because she is talking about people that take Ozempic. She's like, that's the easy way out, I think was her quote. Oh. Mm-hmm. To lose weight. To lose weight. She's like, sure. that's the easy way out. Cause, and then she talks about a little bit in depth about how she has struggled her whole life with maintaining whatever her weight what ha- mm-hmm. is or has been or back and forth. Yeah. So a lot of people are saying, well, you shouldn't be talking that way about those of us taking <laughs> Ozempic. Right. Yeah, we all grow, I well, guess. Well, you know, well, you th- yeah, I mean, <laughs> there was less. I mean, I could go back, I am sure, into my past, especially in the 90s when things were really wild, and be like, oh, my God. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that's, I mean, that's, it's just not fair to do that. I don't, I don't like all of this going back in people's pasts and, that's how you learn. Uh, yeah, That's how I mean, you become where you're at today. It, you do all of the experiences, yeah. good and bad. I mean, what it wasn't it Maya Angelou? You do your best until you know better, and then when you know better, you do better. Great quote. Yeah. Hmm. So, I mean, where where is that line of understanding? Like, where is that line of forgiveness? You know, what what types of behaviors do we say? Okay, well, it was a different time, and you know, we've grown since then. We know better now. Versus, oh, my God. Like, there should not be a statute of limitations on that. that. Right. I'll let you ponder that during the break. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.